Hello, I am Bo. And I'm Aaron. And this is Old Games Plus Season 1 Imperfect Works, Episode 5. Uh, guys, um, you know the drill. Uh, like and subscribe. Click yep. the little bell. Uh, Patreon. Uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. You guys know that <laughs> Discord. Drill. Um, Discord. <laughs> uh, the links are down there. You can see them. But one thing I do want to state before we get into the meat of this here is... Uh, the comments have been great lately, guys. It's yeah. really made me feel a lot better about YouTube. I've expressed a lot that I'm not a fan of YouTube as a medium, mm-hmm. but I feel a lot it's better. It's actually been really surprising. Really feel a lot better reading these comments. And what I love about the comments is like it's like people are getting it. It's like yeah. the, the whole point to the show is, like I said, you can't spit without hitting a deep dive into Xenogears on yeah. the podcast things. Like everyone's super smart. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Xenogear is great. The whole point of this is just listening to a couple of smooth brains who <laughs> played this, you know, um, you know, smooth brain mammals yeah. uh, who played this uh, as children and evolved into slightly bumpier <laughs> brain mammals in yeah, our older age. Yeah, because we're Go not back. like... We are not... We're not dissecting the meaning of Faye's haircut. Like, if you want to know, like, <laughs> the Gnostic meanings behind all this, if mm-hmm. you want to know, like, the... And I have a philosophy degree, but, like, I don't feel like using it. <laughs> Um, it doesn't have a use anyway, and I don't feel like doing that. I don't have a philosophy degree. Um, so <laughs> if you guys are listening to us and like the thought ever occurs, you're like, this is what this means. That, that is not what this is about. <laughs> um, there are plenty of fine, co- fine podcasts to tell you that stuff. This ain't one of them, pal. Yeah. Um, this is more about being on the the ride of like how this affected yes, two 12 year olds. So <laughs> if, if that's what you're, because I've always personally wished I had more people to talk to about that. Yeah. So that was that's the whole point because I, I think maybe well, you guys do too, and that's why you're here. Yeah. Because like I'll be like until we started doing this, I only knew like two other people who ever even heard of this game. Like it's not popular here, which was part of the problem. Which is funny <laughs> because it was a PlayStation hit. Yeah. Which means it sold plenty, but not here <laughs> apparently. Um. And uh, with the popul- the absolute screaming popularity of Xenoblade, mm-hmm. and what's funny is I see Xenoblade fans on Twitter and stuff reference this game. Yeah, but they still want to talk about Xenoblade more. And like, I, like I said, I'm not. I've played them. Mm-hmm. I played both those games. I, I don't. They don't hold a candle to this. No. But anyway, uh, so we got Margie back. Yes. We got Margie back, and there's a secret passageway to Nissan. Yep. Uh, you go through a tunnel, and you really think tree. you really think there's going to be a dungeon involved, and yeah. there's not. Thankfully, you just no. Pop up on the same side, yeah. the other side. Yeah, and, they got uh, a secret port built under this little church town, which is kind of neat. One thing we don't talk about a lot is uh, what we've noticed different in gameplay mm-hmm. when we were kids to when we were adults. And one thing I noticed when I was adult, this right here, when you first pop over on the Nissan side, is a primo. Poppin' peas, primo. <laughs> um, this is a this is absolutely excellent place to level up. This is a great grinding spot. Yeah. Because the Yggdrasil has facilities to heal your characters. Mm-hmm. It has facilities to uh, repair your gears. Yeah. Gear repair and refueling is stupid cheap. It's re- it really is right now in the game. Just go grind for a while before yeah. you go take Margie. Well, anyway, you get into Nissan. You got to take... And Nissan... Uh, one thing I didn't... When I was a kid, I just thought it was a pretty town. Mm-hmm. It's got these nice pastures around it. There's a big mountain. Yeah. As an adult, I kind of noticed it's kind of like a... They, I don't know if they did this consciously or not, but it's kind of like Jerusalem. They, they, yeah. They, they, they really sell up the history of the town and the natural fortification of it. Yeah. Um, which that was the big deal about Jerusalem in the Old Testament mm-hmm. was it was built on upon a mountain, mm-hmm. which I assume was rare in those days. I mean, it had I to know. be. It's hard to do in stuff the on mountains. world, yeah. So... 
It's hard um, to do mountain things on mountains now. And w- one thing that Xenogears got me interested in that I didn't is looking at Christianity and uh, Judaism through the lens of academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, much the same way, we, we're in I think the Japanese are much more comfortable doing that, mm-hmm. obviously, than we are. Yeah, definitely. Um, because we have no problem doing that to the Norse religions, no problem mm-hmm. doing the Greek and the Romans, but we're real hesitant to do about Christianity. I think it's because such a large amount of our population is Christian, it, as opposed to Japan, where I think it's a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, no, with uh, our population, it, like, religion, whether it's Christian, mostly Christianity, but religion in general is kind of part of our culture here, but the Japanese actively refuse to have, like, a state religion. A state religion. Yeah. They, they don't want it, because in their history... Even Shintoism yeah. is not a state yeah. religion. Yeah, even things like Buddhism and Shintoism, they, they're still leery of even that because they, they've had such bad experiences in their history with religious-based problems that the Japanese steer clear of it. And that gives them the cultural ability the cultural freedom, to look at it yeah. closer. So in, yeah. So that's what's really interesting about Xenogears is... Um, what's great about Xenogears is... And this is kind of my thesis for what Xenogears taught me as an adult. Because mm-hmm. I've struggled with religion my whole life. I've yeah. kind of been on a pendulum going back and forth my whole life. and I was for a little bit, too. But but one thing I love about Xenogears is it really, really taught me as an adult that you can examine this. Yeah. It's okay to examine this. And it doesn't have to be a hard decision. It doesn't uh-huh. have to be like a... It's this and that's it. Yeah. Because I, I like... I don't, because of that sort of disconnect they have from religion and mm-hmm. especially Christianity. The and I don't mean them, the Japanese. I'm not making a monolith of the Japanese. I mean the creators of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it really allows you to look at it from sort of a, a cold distance. Yeah, objectively, if objectively, you will. Yeah, objectively, yeah, objectively. Exactly what I was looking for. So that's. That's kind of interesting. And we're going to be getting into... I, I say all that because we're about to get into the meat of this game's... Um, yes. Yeah, because... Um, religious... Uh, the, the religions present in the world. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, up until now, they've they've talked. Oh, Margie's the... She's the, the great mother. She's the holy mother and all this stuff. And then, But it's like, okay, whatever. This well, is, and you hear Faye's going to kill God, but you have no point of reference for who this yeah, God is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And now, now that we're in Nissan, we're actually going to get introduced to their like to the Nissan sex religion which and their take on this god and Margie's role in it and this entire one thing I love about this part in the game and this is a big thing for me because I I struggled with religion a lot when I was younger and then I just abandoned the entire concept and went my own way with it um, so I actually get very annoyed with heavily religious things a lot of times if I feel like it's pushing the religion because I'm weirdly sensitive to that. I don't know why. But one thing that's great yeah. about this is they give you all this information. And they actually give you this feel of this religion and its impact for the people there. And it never, it, it feels truly organic. That's something that, that struck me on my, on my most recent playthrough. Yeah, which is something you're not going to see a lot in a JRPG. No, because um, like they're not making a statement. Fiction at all. Yeah, they're not making the um, statement. They're just giving you the characters. It's so good. So you get to this town and it's a very quaint little town and your first thing, you got to get to Margie to the cathedral, which is built into the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to this cathedral and all oh, all sorts of interesting stuff is about to happen. Uh, there's like a ton, all in like 20 minutes right so here. So the first thing that comes to my mind is we, we get to the cathedral, uh, the entire party's there, escorting mm-hmm. Margie, and they decide to give you a tour of the cathedral. 
Yeah. And stuff keeps catching Saiten's eye, by God. <laughs> yeah, he spends this entire trip being like, I am interested in this. Isn't it interesting, Faye? Yes. So... <laughs> My favorite um, part. My favorite part. We'll get to here in a well, second. So um, the first thing really that happens is you notice a statue of two angels. Yes. Oh my God, they're so good. And this is th- this is a major point in Xenogears. Mm-hmm. So what it is, and uh, the the nun that's guiding you around, mm-hmm. uh, she is very kind enough to explain the point of these two statues, and that is that they each only have one wing. Oh I, well, uh, it's um it's Margie and weirdly Saiten that do it. Right. So yeah. yeah, that's right. The nun doesn't do it, but it's Mar- but Margie points out that well, they each only have one wing. Mm-hmm. So that's right. It's not the nun. It's Margie. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, so they need to embrace each other to be able to fly up. Mm-hmm. And Satan's like, hmm. Yes. You know what I find also interesting that I just thought of just now. Swear <laughs> to God. Uh, one is male and one is female. Yeah. He's like, isn't that weird for them isn't, to depict that? Isn't that strange for them to depict that? Why would that matter? It's almost as if there's two halves of us, and he keeps going on and on. And he, we, what we start to notice here is he starts to ask, he starts to poke at Faye. And mm-hmm. He's like, Faye, what do you think? And Faye's not biting. No, yeah, Faye's, Faye's just like, he's just there at this point. And at this point, at this point, it's kind of like, a, I don't care. Yeah. I, I, he's like, statue full statues, dude. bro. Like, I guess, like, I'm an artist, and mm-hmm. I appreciate how much it took to make, but I'm, I'm more of a, I'm more of a painter, mm-hmm. so this really isn't speaking to me. Dog, um, let's move on. Real, real fa- one thing uh, I want to get your opinion on with Saiten's his little speech there. Mm-hmm. He's pacing back and forth when you watch this little cutscene. It's not really a cutscene, but it's like yeah, you he, know his, his sprites going back yeah. and forth, and he's, he keeps on evaluating yeah. it from different angles. And he's like, one's masculine, one's female. This is one part I want because since I played this recently, I have I know the words exactly. And I want your opinion. He he looks at it and he's like, and the space in between them is that the advent of God, or perhaps the path of god that's right the path of god that is a huge thing <laughs> yes that we won't hear anything else about no. for another 60 hours yeah. of gameplay but <laughs> hope you don't forget it's a huge <laughs> thing um so really that's one of the most iconic and what thing i love is that game just showed you one of the best pieces of iconography in it yes and it's not going to touch on it again forever. Yeah, this is just a little seed they planted. So anyway, we go to, we go to a specific room. Yeah, this is really the important part. Margie's being a rule breaker. You got to get permissions to see this. You got to get permission to see this. But Margie's like, I'm going to let you guys yeah. see. Yeah, I'm the holy mother. It's I'm cool. The, I'm in charge here. Okay, <laughs> like she's not. No, no, you don't have to tell anyone. Let's go. Yeah. So you go into this room, and it's Faye, Sight, and Margie. Oh god, this scene's so intense too. You walk into a room, and there's a painting. And the player is going to immediately notice this painting looks just like Ellie. It's the painting on the cover of the game. It looks just like Ellie. And despite what they say, the hair color looks very close to. So yeah, the characters say like they're, they're like, like the hair's a little different colored. They'll, they'll say that here not. in a second. But it, it to me, um, I mean, Ellie's a little bit closer to orange. So but, eh. so these three characters immediately take off on. Uh, go ahead. No, I was about to say so the the they they're looking at it. Uh-huh. And um, Faye and Bart are still quiet. I think Bart's bored. Yeah, Bart's bored. He's not interested because in yeah, he he wants to like go do cool guy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sighton is looking at it, and Sighton's like, "Wow, this is a gorgeous painting. That's incredible." And Sighton, everything he's seen is under the pretense of art appreciation. Yes, that's something and, very important. To note. And what's so cool here is I don't know if what Sighton says here is true or not. But he's like, wow, Faye, like, look, would you look at that? Do you notice anything, s- s- like, similar? 
in this picture? And Faye's like, yeah, that's Ellie. And Saiten's like, what? And I he, love it. Yeah. I love it. Because that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Each, each of these three, because Margie's like, oh, it's the Holy Mother. Yeah, this is the, holy, the mother. holy Mother. Of a, that's the person that found the Nissan set. Yeah. That is literally that's Sophia. all I have to add to this conversation. Yes. we got nothing else. But then Saiten keeps going on. And he is going on about Faye. Do you notice anything about this paint? And what Saiten is driving at, he's like, it's your style, man. Yeah. These are your brush strokes. Yeah. This is your color palette. This is you. Yeah. Because you, he, he literally says those things like to him. It's just one of those paintings, man. But Faye isn't hearing it because all Faye can think of is, That's this is Ellie. fucking Ellie, yeah. man. Yeah, and, and, and every time he mentions it, Saiten's just like, what? Yeah, because yeah, he, he says it. He's <laughs> like, That's Ellie. And Saiten's like, what? And then like Faye's like, no, no, look. like The hair's a different color. But like and, and that's but, that's that's Ellie. I think and Saiten's like, I think it, you might be right. <laughs> like, and I don't know if he's like, oh fuck, I don't know what's happening. Oh, what? Or if he's like, yes, you Faye, don't know. Uncover this. Yeah, really, <laughs> you don't know if it's like Saiten knew this. Yeah. You don't know if if he knew at all, or if he dug deeper than he if thought he, he did. Right. Because um. My most recent playthrough, the vibe I was kind of getting was, oh, you think it's Ellie? Someone has a crush, obviously. <laughs> That's not what I'm going for here. Faye, you painted this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, this is your style. Look at the brush strokes. And Faye's like, nah, I'm not that good. And Sighton's like, shut up, you did this. And, and so basically that's the idea. Is mm-hmm. Whoever painted this has very similar style to Faye. Because uh, Marty swears out of it down the painting is 500 years old. Yep. It's an important number to remember. It is 500 years old. Mm-hmm. Saiten's like, nonsense. Yeah. Faye painted this. And Faye is just like, guys! <laughs> he's like, no! <laughs> it's Ellie! <laughs> and that's what he's most concerned with. And then we just sort of leave. Yeah, We just yeah. sort of mosey along. They, they, they leave. Um, uh, well, Faye does have, right before he leaves... Faye like stops and looks at it and he he has this like almost like a flashback that's how it's presented to you and we see Faye standing there painting this picture while Ellie's posing and um, not calling each other those names yeah no we don't even yeah it's uh we hear Sophia obviously Mm because the paintings of Sophia Uh and then we hear a name that's new to us um Lacan Lacan philosophy fans will recognize that name mm mm-hmm and uh, it, it's real quick, though. They're just like, wow, we're painting this picture, basically. Like, there, there's not, in the, the very brief amount of dialogue we get right there, we're not given a whole, whole ton of, like, info. So even as a kid, though, mm-hmm. even as a kid, watching this scene, mm-hmm. I realized that 500 years ago, there was a woman that looked just like Ellie named Sophia. Yep. And a man that looked just like Faye named Lacan. Yep. I don't know why. Yeah. No I clues. I don't know how. I, that's the, the one thing I find very interesting that's never direct. I'll go ahead and tell you guys, it's never directly that, mm-hmm. uh, addressed is uh, the, this Lacan fellow is dressed exactly like Faye. Yeah. We don't ever find out why. Yeah. Uh, I think Ellie like, is not dressed as Ellie. Ellie is dressed as Sophia. Yeah. So Ellie and Sophia have, d- anyway. Maybe Faye's style is, a, since it's a an Ignis style, it's like, it's been around for a hot minute. But something that's very striking also is in the, uh, in the painting, in the portrait, mm-hmm. uh, Sophia is wearing the cross yes. that we saw dangling and glinting mm-hmm. when Faye got into Wells Hall. Yeah. We don't yeah. have any point of reference for that right now, but it's important no. to know that it's the same one. And I don't think the characters notice it either. 
No, no one calls it say, out. Like, one thing is like, oh, that's that thing that flashed in your psyche. Yeah. Noel's hall. Yeah, no one uh, says anything about it. But if, if, if you look at the painting, you, you see the she's painting, got yeah, that cross. You see that she has that cross. And um, they make a big point also. The only other big point they really make on it right now is that the painting's not finished. The artist didn't finish it. Yes. The bottom corner is still blank. So it never got finished. Um, um, which sounds like Faye. Yeah, that it sounds like Faye. Um, so he is a, a coward. <laughs> so we we leave that room. Yeah, because we're like, okay, we've dumped enough disposition on you. Let's move yeah. along. And um, they 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 act like they're going to give you some more because they're like, Sighton's like, I want to learn more about this five hundred year old painting. And Margie's like, we might have some scrolls. Let's go ask the uh, head nun. And they're like, and he's like, Faye, we are doing this. Right. And then you go there and there's Again, nothing. We don't know if Sighton is prodding Faye along for more information or if this is something that Sighton actually doesn't know. And it's played so beautifully because even right now, I've played this game 20 times over varying mm-hmm. stages of my life. I'll tell you right now, when we got into Nissan during my playthrough and I started going through with this, I started questioning my bashing of Sighton I've done in the past episodes. Because uh-huh. the way he's presented right here seems so like sincere uh-huh. and it's hard to, for me to remember like what's happening you know right. what i mean because right. it feels so genuine it feels like Satan is genuinely curious and he's like he's asking his only buddy his only true buddy he's got Faye. he's known Faye for a couple years mm-hmm. now hanging out being a doc eating food you know gaslighting his wife gaslighting his wife <laughs> he hasn't talked to sigurd in years so he doesn't even know that man anymore right you know he's got an eye patch now and yeah. a job he's totally different uh, he's changed man he's changed man but you used to be cool <laughs> and then you got an eye patch and became a pirate <laughs> it got even cooler <laughs> i can't compete um but uh but yeah no it's it's so hard i don't know i don't know if i'm when i finish this game this time i don't know if i'm going to know what Saiten was doing I still don't know. Yeah. Even knowing yeah. what's happening, I don't yeah. know. It, it's it's great. Um, it's so good. So you go to you go to the head nun. And she's like, yeah. no. she's like, we have lost literally everything. She even goes so far to say, we don't know anything. We all we know is that Sophia in that painting, that's five hundred years old. Sophia sacrificed herself and went to live with God to save us. That's all we got. Yes. No records. No yes. other information. No date of birth nothing so the closest thing we do have a christ to a christ illusion in this game is yeah. sophia um but still not a precise one no um close but no cigar she so basically she sacrificed herself so basically this is a christianity with no old testament mm-hmm. they don't remember what they were before yeah they know what they were after sophia mm-hmm. and doggone it that's good enough yeah it's, it, that that'll work so that'll this work. is all we're gonna learn about the nissan sect yeah the only, right now. Yeah, and the only other thing, I guess the only other thing you technically could learn, at least from me, is to me it always it looks very Catholic. Yeah. If it, you want to look how if, if you, you get dig into perfect works and everything, mm-hmm. the way the church was structured before uh, Sophia was uh, actually extremely because perfect works goes into the church's structure before mm-hmm. there was a pope even. They oh, were wow. called the Pope. So, um Hmm. I have a question that may well come up later in this game. I, I already know what it is, <laughs> and it will come up later. You'll get an answer. But um so Yeah, uh, uh So that's all you're gonna learn about that. Mm-hmm. And uh Bart's had enough. Yeah, it's time He's to go back into town. Doing this. He wants to go back to town. There's a meeting hall there. Mm-hmm. He wants to, They need to figure out their next step. It's time to get back to business. And yeah. uh is this where he at one point during their stay in Nissan, he actually formally asks Faye to join him. 
Um, okay, so the the exact the order of what happens. The first thing that happens. A lot of things happen, guys. Just, by the way, this entire so episode, there's no action. There is literally none. It. Yeah. This is if you play the game during this, it is. The, all of this that we're talking about is like the course of an entire hour or more. Uh, by the way, um, my general idea of this when I was a kid was actually very shocking to me. Mm -hmm. I was extremely interested. Yeah, I was extremely. I, I expected to be bored, but anyway. But you, you're you're just you you can't be. You're drug along because yes. they keep feeding you just enough for you to want to know what's happening. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so uh, what happens after they get back is um. Uh, Sigurd and Mason have uh, rented out a house, mm -hmm. and you guys decide to meet them well, there. I always thought it was just like a meeting hall. Well, that they they do, they do go to the the town council's meeting hall, yeah. but they also rented out a house for them to stay in. Oh, that's right. Which is funny yeah. because you can't, as far as I remember, you can't actually rest like RG uh, JRPG rest yeah, in this house. The, but they yeah. bothered to give you the they bothered to give you. There's a save point in there. Yeah. They, but no, no. <laughs> they, the thing I love, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it, is they bothered to go through the story arc of being like, right, we've been traveling, right. we're dirty and tired, and these people Let's were nice enough to rent their yes. house to us. Um, but um, they go there to meet Sigurd. Um, Bart walks in, they talk, and Bart's like, Sigurd, I need to talk to you. And so him and Sigurd walk into the other room while Faye, Sighton, and uh, Mason are chilling out like in the kitchen. And Bart sits down, and he's like, so... You know, you knew Sighton. Yeah, I you you know things about Gibbler. I don't. I didn't appreciate this as a kid. It never mm -hmm. clicked with me. But like as an adult watching this, it's like I love Bart. Is a perfect example of the guy that's like, like, all right, let's get this and everything. And mm -hmm. then when the moment comes down to it, it's like you know what? Cut the bullshit. Yes, like, and that's. It, it's, that's he, exactly what this scene he's is. He's got a front. He knows when he can mm -hmm. let it down, and it, it, it's it's never used cheaply. It's yeah. never used overused. It's always perfect. We're like, he's like, Sigurd. Yeah. Look your eye into my <laughs> eye. Look me in the eye. <laughs> tell me, tell me what's going uh, on. Yeah, no, and it's so good, and and Bart plays it so cool because he confronts him, and he's like, you know about Gibbler. You knew that guy that I fought back in the Capitol. You you were clearly close. To that yeah, guy. you know Sighton from before. I need answers, and he sits down on a bed and he and he starts asking questions. Yep. and we get this. And it's not aggressive. No, you should note that it's not aggressive at all. It's, it's just like, man, come on. If you want to read into the text to yeah. try and get emotion out of it, I imagine that Bart is literally sitting there, no emotion. He is just at it. This is like a purely info dump. Right. He is just. He's like, okay. How do you know Sighton? Mm -hmm. How do you know Gibbler? And then it's at the end when he... It's so good because Bart is presented as this, this immature acting guy who's yes. trying to be like a leader for his, his friends and people. But he is actually such a good leader. Yeah. But in this moment, you see that for the first yes. time. This is a king sitting down and having his, his advisor having, tell yes. him, you know. And um, we get this. That's a good point. I like yeah. it. That's a good point. It's so good because it's it's a weird thing for Bart. Bart's a hothead. And in uh -huh. this moment, you would. It's radical, man. Yeah. You would think he'd he be all over. He puts skateboard to the side. <laughs> and he says, level with me, bra. <laughs> you uh, would think, though, that he, he would be. sucks on his gogurt. <laughs> gogurt? Jesus. <laughs> he sucks on his gogurt. <laughs> Just patiently waiting for these answers. <laughs> Oh god, that's good for audio. The gogurt noise. He hits pause on his Walkman, pausing his <laughs> the Offspring CD. 
Don't call me out like that. I had a Walkman with an, an Offspring CD in it. Listen, Sigurd, all I want is for you to give me some answers. Oh, my God. But it's so good because Bart's presented such a hothead. And in this moment, he is cool. But yeah. we get one of the biggest and most complete info dumps ever. Uh, also, apparently, when in, I was this a kid, point. I'd had I, I I was loving the story, but I had enough because apparently I skipped through all this. Because playing back through an adult, I was like, "Holy Please, shit!" Yes. Like I didn't realize it we realized tells all this, you this early. So much, language. yeah. It tells you so much. So basically, Saiten and Sigurd mm -hmm. are from an empire. Well, Saiten is. Sigurd was captured. That's right. That's right. Sigurd. Uh, Sigurd okay. was with the family, yes. with Bart's family, and he was taken and used as a guinea pig. Yes, yeah, so he was he was taken up to Sol Solaris, used mm -hmm. as a guinea pig. Saiten is was, a full Solarian citizen. Yeah, he's a low level citizen, so he claims. Yes, um, but but still a full one. Yes, low level, but still a full one. And um, there was a man named Caron Ramses. Yes, and Caron Ramses had a dream. Mm -hmm. Even if you were low level. Even if you were captured yep. and used as a guinea pig, all could be Solarian so long mm -hmm. as they were Solarian. Yeah, by God. Well, so long as they were they were strong, they were soldiers. It, they it, had it, skills by your merit. Yes, he really believed in a meritocracy. Yes, and this is this is what the fascist empire of Solaris <laughs> considered e like egalitarianism. Yeah. Right? Like the idea that, you know what, so long as you work 87 hours, <laughs> you know, straight <laughs> with no breaks, I think you should have the right to uh, be able to apply for a voting yeah. license. Yeah. And, th and it, it, you, there, th apparently people higher up at Solaris were like, this is literally socialism. <laughs> <laughs> this is what? <laughs> so, but yeah, so we, we learn about that and, um, uh, Ramses is uh, this big up and comer uh, within Gibbler, and he had he's going to their um, Jungen uh, uh, yeah. school, right? I always said Jugend. I Jugend. Always figured it was more German. I have since, yeah. It's, since when we meet, Jugend, Ellie, she speaks uh, space, space German. German. Jugend, Jugend rolls off the tongue. It does. It really does. Like um, I, on the other hand, have never pronounced things correctly. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. So no, they're all at Yugen, and um, uh, uh, Bart and not Bart, fuck, not Bart. Um, Sigurd and Saiten. Um, at this point, uh, Saiten has walked himself into the conversation. Um, with excellent timing. Maybe yes, add. and um, it's so weird because the both of them say they tell the same story in this moment which lends credence to us because Sigurd seems like an honorable man yes. and they talk about how they idolized Ramses and they had to follow this man they loved his because he could ideology. fix Solaris yes um and it became this this uh quadro it was it was Ramses Saiten Sigurd and uh, Miang, who were the closest of buds at this school. Yes. Um, but as time went on, uh, Sigurd first uh, saw the uh, hypocrisy within Ramses, or what he perceived as it, mm -hmm. um, and that what Ramses was wanting to do was basically just change the names. Everyone was technically a citizen so long as you had skill, but if you didn't have skill, guess what? You're still a slave. Yes. Um, and so he bailed. 
He hid away on a supply ship and ran away, went home. He knew nothing about his past anymore, though. The experiments they had done on him, the only thing he knew is that he had Bart and Margie waiting for him. That's all he knew. Right. Um, So he bails. And then Saiten's like, yeah, and I, I did the same thing a few years, a, few, a little bit later. I got, <laughs> I'm you know, not I'm out. Old circumstances yeah. or why or how. It's, it's so funny because I, I feel left, like. I, I left as well. Yeah. I feel like Saiten's sitting there listening to Sigurd and be like, oh, so that's how he got out. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that's how he got out of Solaris. And Solaris and Sigurd's like, yeah, no, I escaped on this ship. And, uh, you know, Saiten did the same thing. And Saiten's like, oh, yeah, no, uh, shifty eyes i uh i yeah no i did that a few months later same I, ship yeah I that's like, good i like that that's good sigurd i like that i, I like that because Saiten is basically like yes i did the same thing uh sometime later and Faye's like but doc how did you i did the, the same, same thing, thing sometime later <laughs> um so we also learn a bit about solaris's government they steal people from the surface use them as yes. slave labor and experiments yes. they've developed a drug called drive that lets you become basically a super soldier. Yes. Um, and then and they, they live behind a trans-dimensional gateway. Fun. Yes, they live behind <laughs> a trans-dimensional gateway. It's in the sky. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the Empire, not mm-hmm. the uh, gateway. And uh, mo- most importantly, uh, they consider surface dwellers to be lambs. This is the term Ellie was using. Yes, the lambs. And they exist to control the lambs. Yes. For reasons. Yes. And lots of reasons. <laughs> as a child and even as an adult playing through this game, there is a reason why yeah. they want to tr- control these lambs. But it, it, it's very believable that they would just want to control them because. Yeah. It's very believable that I mean, it's just because. Even as a child. Yeah, even uh, as a child. Even as a, ch- a 12-year-old, I could tell that if these dudes are calling these other dudes lambs, then they think they're the yes, boss because yes. I have I owned lambs when I was a child and you they did, are yeah. wusses. They grow they, up to be badass if they're male. Yeah. But uh, when they're babies, they are the goofiest, clumsiest, and dumbest thing. And you have no choice to prevent them from killing themselves every day. And if <laughs> if it's, it's if a the, lot of work. Yeah, it is. It's and, a lot of work. And if the sky people are saying that about Faye and everyone else down Ig- Ig- uh, Ignis. That tells me ex- even then I knew I was like right. okay it's a very clear message. they they ha- they are trying to protect quote and control the population even my my infant brain was able to pick up on that much so that's a superiority complex and a half there's a very big disconnect between the characters here um, not very big it's not presented as being very big but mm-hmm. so basically Bart's like okay thank you for telling me he's like that's cool that's th- okay I get it. Like, I don't, you, you, I'm sure you had your reasons. Yeah. We do get one, like, good, a bit of emotional outlash from Bart. And, yes. But it's very controlled. He's he's just like, why didn't you tell me? Yes, that's the point I was getting Yeah. At. Bart is like, why didn't you tell me? And Faye's just like, neat. <laughs> like, this is. He's like from the kitchen, like, cool story, bro. No, it, 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 like, Faye, Faye literally like, comes in eating a sandwich, and he's like, What are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, oh, you're from a city in the sky? That's cool. Lambs. I think Ellie was talking about lambs. I miss Ellie. Um, like, and, he's like, God, I'm lonely. So, this is very important to remember because. <laughs> I want to get dig into this later when mm-hmm. we get to like the meat of this, mm-hmm. but I want to know why, Faye, like every time Faye finds out something about Saiten, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, the entire course of this game, Faye is always ultimately 
sometimes he has outbursts, but ultimately mm-hmm. he's always just like, oh, oh I mean, <laughs> Doc's going to dock, guys. Yeah. Am I right? Uh, I uh. feel like a part of me almost feels like Faye, the first time he learned something about Saiten that was weird, <laughs> he became so suspicious that he accepted anything. <laughs> well, and he's just he like... He became so suspicious that the counter reset yeah. became not suspicious yeah. at And all. he's like, oh, so you're a Skyman, Doc. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then he just like walks off. Like I think it's either that or I think Faye is literally just like he's like sitting there and he's like listening to everyone talk about these big things and he's just like, you know what I really want to do right now? I kinda wanna go sit in the corner and cry. <laughs> I'm still thinking about how I blew up everyone <laughs> I loved. Uh God, I wish I could just take a nap right now, guys. What? Sky people? Yes. <laughs> like, Sky people? Ah, oh, that'll get my mind off Keith Lee, my father figure for three years. Um, so, And Alice's big gazongas that I vaporized. <laughs> so, so um, but, but snap back to reality yeah. for a moment. Um, Oops, there goes gravity. The, uh, um, no, okay, so yeah, no, uh, Bart is like, he has this conversation with Sigurd. He asks Sigurd, why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to get some air. And he walks out, goes chills out it, on it, a bridge. I love it. It's, it's like, you know what? You know what? Take five. Yeah. Take five, everybody. I'm going to go. Uh, we're going to put a pin in it. <laughs> we're going to put a pin in it. I'll come back to it. And he, uh, so he walks out. Yeah. And um, I think there's even like a uh, go after him, Faye. Uh, a little bit. Like um, in that moment, like they, they talk a little bit and. Um, they they decide that you know Faye should go and talk with Bart. They all like Saiten goes with him, and they go and talk to him. Yeah. Um, to see how he's doing, to see if like trying to get him to, you know, kind Where's of your head at. Bro? Yeah. Where's your head? So at? they go to the bridge. They start talking to Bart, and we got the big game tomorrow against Caltech. <laughs> you know where your head's at. And uh, Bart, he talks a little bit. He gets a little nostalgic, and he talks about um some of the things he remembers doing as a kid, and he talks about how about his relationship with Sigurd and how Sigurd was there when he was a kid. Then he was gone, and then he came back. Uh-huh. Um, after the fall, yeah, by the way. After, after the, the fall. Fam- after the fall. After the royal family fell. And um, it's Sighton here, of course, I guess. But in a way, it's Sighton here who is very gentle with Bart and talks to him and, and explains. He's like, I get why you're upset that he didn't tell you, but think about this for a second. He came back to a burning kingdom and to you as a child and he had to protect you and he had to help you grow into who you are do you think he could have told you then could he have dumped that on you as well and bart's like ah crap that makes sense <laughs> fish to fry. yeah um it's so good because like what's funny is bart's like struggling with this he, he's clearly struggling and i didn't pick up on this as a kid like I picked up on it now when I read this like a couple days ago when I played it. Um, he's struggling with this moment. Like he doesn't understand why Sigurd didn't trust him. It's a trust issue. But at the same time, he's Which not. Which we always try to make it yeah. like that. We always, we always Why try, didn't you trust me with this? Right, we yeah. always try to dissuade what they were feeling by being like, no. It, 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 we naturally, like, you know. We naturally want to make it about us. Yeah, and, and we 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 na- feel a natural like hurt when we're quote unquote not given the thing, not trusted with the thing, whatever Give, it being is. Given the thing is a great analogy yeah. for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, 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 I don't know. That's human. <laughs> right. uh, and I, it, I think that's where um, 
these sort of in, like coming back as an adult and seeing these interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. and understanding them so much more than I possibly ever could have as a child. Oh yeah, would something like that have happened to me as a child? Yeah. Um. Uh, thank goodness <laughs> I didn't have to live like that. Um. But that's where uh, I'm really glad we're doing this mm-hmm. because we can explore that, and I think a lot of people overlook that in this game. I yeah. Think because it's the story is so deep, and the story has such yes. great symbolism. The story has such great complexity mm-hmm. in this Byzantine plot. But I think we overlook the human element of this game and a it, lot in our analysis. We a lot of people kind of do. Well, it's so easy to get caught up on the big things, you know. Right, and I'm not. That's um, what I mean. I'm not knocking to to see what this character represents yeah. and what this means and stuff like that. But yeah. But if you if you look at the other part of Xenogears, one of the things that I didn't realize as a kid. I didn't. I didn't realize that this is probably one of the reasons why I loved the game so much, and I do now, is that the characters, they did a fantastic job of actually writing them as human. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. You get some character moments. You definitely do. Bart is the hothead anime guy. Ha ha. Faye is the silent hero. Ha ha. You know, whatever. But like, <laughs> they all say ha ha. Ha um, <laughs> Faye's <laughs> <Phase> more like, <laughs> um, but uh, like you get these moments of like familiarity of a character, of a fictional mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. But when you look at how they're reacting to things, how they're talking to each other, it feels like so organic. Absolutely, and, yeah. And I feel like that's that might be one of the reasons why the game latched on to me. I got drawn in by big robots. Right. right. Absolutely. Yeah. I stuck around a little bit longer for hot space German girls. Right. And then all of a sudden I was loving these characters. I didn't know why as a kid. I never understood right. it. I just knew I love this game. This right. is a cool game. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> yeah, not that anyone said anything because I knew no two else, people no in my area that played the damn game. But like, yeah, I was like, I, I love this game. And then like, but now as an adult, it's because it just feels real in a weird way. It, it, it feels like something that I could believe. It doesn't feel over the top, except for in the moments it's supposed to be over the top. Like with the dialogue and whatnot. Right, right. Um, everyone is so like relaxed with their conversation, for the most part. It, it's very friendly, and it's so good because of that. Um, and watching this moment where Saiten is being s- weirdly gentle with Bart, but also very, he's very much steering him into seeing what he needs to see. Right, right. You know, it's so good. It's, it's just, I don't know. It feels like something, it feels like the kind of pep talk you would want your bro to have with you in a weird way. Right. You know, I, I believe this is where Bart formally, um, it's, uh, it's right after this. So they, they Bart's like, you know what? You right. And, um, they go back, uh, check in with Sigurd. They're like, we, we good, bro. And um, they decide... <laughs> and Sigurd's just kind of like, I mean, what what else were we yeah. going to do? He's like, like I, I, I figured. Well, what am I going to do? Be like, I no, raised you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then they, they decide, you know what? Now is the time. We need to get Bart's kingdom back. Mm. Um, we need to figure out how we're going to do this. And Bart has a moment with Sigurd of, like, I don't know... Like me, king? We, I guess. Okay, let's do this. He's never and had to worry about being king. He's had to worry about. It's been a far off dream. Yeah, yeah. And he, um, he's like, eh, he's kind of like got some, you know, unease about it. But he's like, all right, let's do this. So the, this is where they go to the uh, the the meeting hall, the town hall, 
and they right. they actually form out their plan. How are we going to take back Ave? Um, and they look it over. You get this really cool scene of a map with some goofy, like cool little like like flashing shapes, Tetris shapes, showing you like this is it's the It's very capital. like a Star this Wars. This is an army. When, like, yeah, Star Wars does yeah. their right nouns. Yeah, it's very much like that. And I feel like though, but they're clearly looking at a map, so the flashy boys are literally just for me. Like, right. and they probably just put like a rock. I'm like, this is the capital, you know. But whatever. Right. So, um, they laid out, and they're like, okay. Most of the forces, the Gibbler forces, the Ave forces, everything is up at the border with Keslev. The whole army's up there almost because obviously we're, we're in a freaking war. Right. So they're holding Absolutely, them back. Yeah. We got a tiny force over here by Nissan and we got the Royal Guard over at the capital. What are we going to do? And they figure out what they're going to do is they're going to lead a what I never. OK, so as a kid. Right. OK, here's what they do. They're going to lead a raiding party on the uh, frontline troops mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to make Ave and Shakan think that Keslev is invading. So they divert all their forces possible to the front yes, lines, yes. right? And while they're doing that, um, they're going to have another team sneak into the capital and uh, uh, take it over mm -hmm. and do this coup d'etat, right? Um, and then they're like, they're like, and eh, the Nissan force, it's probably going to be cool, but we can handle that. Nissan's forces can handle yes. that. Um, and before I go into what the rest of they say in this part, the thing that I did not pick up as, uh, as a kid, they tell me this, and it's like, yeah, we're going to do all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's blow some dudes up. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. As an adult, I look at this, and I'm like, okay, you guys are, you're, this is your plan to take back your country. And not one of you considers the fact that Keslev might consider this to be aggressions towards their border and you might cause your slight cold war to go into a full-on incident uh, and i believe the attack at the border they're implicating nissan aren't they uh so so that was Saiten. Saiten, yes, he tells yeah. them what we need to do to really mess with shakan is we need to let him think that Nissan sided with Keslev. That's going to be important. Yeah. Later. So they implicate yeah. Nissan and in siding with Keslev. everyone rebels on that idea at first. And then Saiten's like, brah, I don't like it, but this is smart. And they're like, damn it, Doc's right like usual. It, and it, yeah. yeah, it's... And, and, it's funny that no one else had that idea, though. It's funny that he did. I know. Um, Only he, he was the one. It was his idea, too. He specifically brought up the entire concept of let's make it look like Nissan side with Keslev so that uh, Ave and Shakan freak out more and we mm -hmm. guarantee their response the way we want. And Doc, Sigurd, and Faye are like, won't that put the Nissan people in danger? And Saiten's like, yeah, but you got to do what I say. You said Doc, Sigurd, and Faye. Rip. <laughs> Man, that Sapporo is going through you fast. You know what? I drink a lot of it, too. It's good, isn't it? It's, it's so tasty. Fucking good. Um, and I misspeak anyways. I'm dumb. Uh, um, <laughs> this, but no. Today's episode, hashtag smooth brain, <laughs> smooth brain mammals. Um, um, but no, uh, yeah, no. Uh, Sigurd, Bart, and Faye are all like, won't that put people in danger? The people of Nissan in danger? And Saiten's like, yeah. But what But what are we going to do? do we have? Um, um, it's... And, and he makes a good point. Is yes. um, you know this is war. It's you know the um, Senator Armstrong from uh, <laughs> Bogart Rising making the world's largest omelet, Jack. Um, um, but yeah, so they come up with their plan, 
And uh, Saiten is like, hey, Faye, you should lead the main force against the border for reasons. Here's my here's my favorite part of this. So um, considering what I remember happens in this fight, I'm so I don't know what to make of you, Saiten. So I think this fight is the last part of this this video, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, not even the fight yet. So um, I. But anyway, so yeah. Faye, Faye dispatches. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the next thing we do is Faye dispatches. And we something I really like about this, mm-hmm. and, and it's something that it, when I was a kid, I was like, yeah. And when I was an adult, I was like, why are you talking like this? When Faye gets to the intr- entry point, when Snake has arrived at the insertion point, Faye gets there, and he goes, well, I guess it's time to raise some hell in my well tall. And it's like, yeah. what is going yeah. on in yeah. your head? Like, he what, says that. Uh, where are we? Yeah, he says where that uh, right before he launches his gear. And I, because the line when I was a kid, I remember the line striking me because mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, we got to do this." And when I'm as an adult, I'm reading this and I'm like, "That, that you, thing just the, fifteen, not, not fifteen minutes, 15 ago, minutes ago, you wanted to leave it in the desert." <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, like, and now he's like, "Let's go race some." Like, yeah, it's so weird. And but like, he also had this moment where he like he confesses his undying love to Bart. Not really. Um but he, Bart's he like, himself to Bart. yeah. Bart's like, thank you for helping me. And Faye, this is where Faye confirms it. He's like, well, yeah, we're friends, aren't we? And uh, it's very touching. It's very nice. And but it's in the anime, it would be that scene where Bart kind of stutters for a yeah. moment and then gives the soft smile. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then they do the uh, the like bro handshake thing. Yeah. Um, the the thing I think of, I think in this moment, Faye. I feel like Faye feels kind of like what you and I have said in our past episodes. The game we have a plot, mm-hmm. and I think Faye in this moment is he's starting to get this idea of maybe maybe there's something I can be doing right I now. I have a purpose. His per- he's feeling the beginnings of a purpose, and that's why he's like he's like I'm gonna raise hell. You know, he's like he's being oh my god. There's this small dumb moment in that scene where the other soldiers who are dressed in Keslev uniform yeah. from Bart's crew are talking, and one of them has a name. And he's like, yeah, this is going to be great. We're going to do this cool stuff. Ain't that right, son? Talking to Faye. And Faye, 90s and ups. He goes, don't call me son because you ain't my pops. (laughs) And the guy's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, again, Richard Honeywood mm-hmm. translated this game mostly by himself, and it, it, it literally set records for text in a video yes. game. Richard Honeywood is a god. <laughs> but I love the fact that, like, I feel like this is one of those moments where, like, and I, I don't want to speak for him, mm-hmm. but, like, I feel like when he was doing this, he's like, okay, okay, like, okay, okay. And then, like, every <laughs> once in a while, he's like, you know what? Fuck it, man. Video games are for kids. I got to throw I gotta throw something the kids will like. <laughs> so having Faye sass back at this guy, and it's <laughs> for no reason. It's so almost. inorganic. It's so weird. It it's is so, like Faye is in a weird. Okay, Faye is bipolar <laughs> as shit right now. He is in a manic state. He's <laughs> making erratic decisions. He's being very aggressive towards in, in individuals emotionally. He, he's very manic, depressed, like by by like, uh, this guy was like, bipolar hey, right like, now. This guy was like, "Hey, I accept you as part of us. I accept it." And, like Faye just bit back, and the guy's like, "All right, man." Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it's facing <laughs> a weird point, which makes like some later bits that we'll get to next time like mm. very big, but um, yeah. So so they leave, uh-huh. uh, they launch, and then about this time we get a nice. Why wouldn't they? I that know, was right? weird. Like let's get out of here. <laughs> um, I'd rather be in my gear than stand next to this guy. Um, we get a cutscene back over to the capital of uh, Ave, 
This and, is what I was thinking of earlier yes, in the other yes. episode. Because uh, um, it was jarring for me as a kid because the, they were depicting two naked adults in bed. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, clear. Uh, I think I Ramses has underwear on. We do see that. But May, uh, Miang is blatantly topless. And she is doing the turned away with the cover up, but bare yes, back. And you see this through character portraits and the sprites. Yeah. Um, the character portraits are nude as well. Yeah, from uh, like the, the implied, very beginnings of the shoulders nudity. up. So basically what happened was uh, Ramses had a nightmare. Yes. About the demon of Elru. Yes. And, and we see a much longer version of that fight. So we yes. see this this individual kicking the shit out of gears left and right. Mm. Um, we see Ramses like ordering his troops like Freaking kill this guy and nothing's working. And then. Oh my God, it's director Krennic. Yes. From uh, Rogue One. <laughs> Are we not blind? Yes. Are yes. we blind? Are um, we not blind? Of course. I know, right? <laughs> uh, now, here's the thing that I forgot. I uh -huh. forgot. And I am losing my mind. Um, in Ramses's dream, right? Mm -hmm. The camera, like his perspective, mm -hmm. turns away from this individual murdering his soldiers in their gears. We see on a mountaintop a man in a mask watching the entire entire thing. And it's the guy from the desert. It's Graf. Oh, watching right. it. It's Graf, yeah. It's Graf. And then we see this individual that beat those gears slowly levitate up into this bright red gear. And the gear looks vaguely like Graf's. Vaguely like Waltall. Yeah, it's, kind it, of it's weird similar models, yeah. stuff like that. Because uh, Groff's gear, we should also state, looks vaguely like Waltall. It looks vaguely like it. Similar body yeah. shape. It doesn't have the back thingies. Yeah. Um, but other than that, very similar. Yeah. They all look like they were made by the same engineer, yeah. if you will. Um, different trims. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> different model years. Groff's got the base model. Yeah. Faye got the uh, this new guy. He's got the model with the flames on the side. He got the LTE. And, yeah. um, and uh, I don't. I don't know trucks. That's good enough. I'm going with a. Um, I was trying to go with the F one fifty thing. What's uh, the What's the top one? Platinum. That's what, dude. Oh god. I, Truck trims. Yeah. Ford's the worst about it. The F one fifties have. I shit Wasn't you not. Like, like a twenty of them. Blue jean model. <laughs> There is a Harley Davidson. There is a Platinum. There is a there is a uh, Raptor. There is a F one. There's a an XLT uh, LT. Um, there there's an Ed Hardy edition. There are like twenty. <laughs> yeah, there are twenty five different editions of F one fifties. It's insane. But um, but yeah, the guy um, gets in this gear. We hear it power up. It charges forward. And this man in his gear attacks Ramses and knocks him flat. And about this time, he wakes up screaming. Right. And the whole time, we are hearing this heartbeat. And The, um, the classic heartbeat sound we hear yeah. throughout this game every time something um, like that happens. So it, he, seems, it seems to have something to do with memories mm -hmm. tied to massacres. Yeah. We hear it, very stressful situations is when we hear um, that happen. So anyway, Miang does the normal, like, hey, baby. Yeah, you good? Wrong? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he gets up and leaves. And there's something very important about Miang that I, I didn't notice until I was an adult. When I was a kid, I was just like, oh, she's the girl. Yeah, she's chick. She's the girl. Because... Um, which was unfair of me, but at the t like in the '90s, especially in these forms of entertainment, yeah. there were characters that were just the girl. Yeah, and that was my impression of her at this moment. Yeah, because I mean, she's literally naked in bed. Because all we've seen her do is presumptuously have the hots for Faye. Yeah, 
um, presumptively, presumptually, presumptually. Sure. Um, <laughs> and be like, hey, baby, what's wrong when Ramses got up? But yeah. as an adult, I kind of notice Ramses gets up. He's clearly in like a lot of stress. And she's like, oh, hey, everything okay? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And she's just like, okay. Yeah. Not, like, she doesn't actually seem to. She's just it. like, she doesn't even actually say just okay. Yeah. She just lets him go away. Yeah. She lets like, him she leave. There's no follow up, no nothing. Yeah. It's very. It, she, Very important. She asked the question that was required to ask. Yes. Yes. So he leaves. And then and the weirdest. who shows up? Yes. This, I, oh, oh my God, I did not remember this when I was playing right, this. Right, right. Yeah. Because as a kid, I didn't even register no. that this is something that would be unusual. Why would this be weird? Because they're bad, because when you're a kid, you're like, they're bad guys. They're yeah. going to talk to other bad guys. Anyway, as an adult, I'm like, fucking Groff yeah. just showed up in this yeah. room. The whole dark blackened. The whole dark, Jesus. The whole room blackens. <laughs> And then flashes back up, and he's there. He's Sting! Yeah. It's sting. He is Sting. <laughs> the lights go right. out, he, and he comes down <laughs> on the rafters. And, he, and here's the part that's really crazy. Um, Miang, before he showed up, she called him out. Because she, she looked over and said, it's rude to eavesdrop, don't you know? Yeah, and then he does his little Sting intro, and she knows him, and she is not surprised by any of this. And She's not coy. She's not like, let me get oh, dressed. Yeah. No, nothing. She's not like, She surprised. doesn't give a crap. Doesn't um, give a crap. And she looks at him and she's just like, I saw that cute boy at the tournament you're always talking about. And Graf's just like, you are not going to screw up my plans, are you? And Miang's like, I don't know. Maybe. I, and I, I love this because it, oh it's implied that they work together, but they don't work together. It, it, it's, it's very catty. Yes. It's very it, catty. It's, it's, it's like it, it, you get this feeling it's that like. the same guys in the office gunning for the same promotion. Yeah. Like Groff like, is doing his thing, and he's basically here just to let her know mm -hmm. you're not going to interfere with what I'm, tr what I'm trying to do, right? Like, the we're Simmons account is mine. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> eh. Um, <laughs> she's like, I don't even care about the Simmons yeah. account, even though I clearly care about um, the Simmons account. Oh my God. And she like, she calls, oh my God, I forgot about this almost. She calls out. Guys, it's she, so funny. Oh my God. There's so guys, much to unpack like, here. And we're it's, getting to the part of Zeno. Oh my God. So, like, she, uh, during their conversation, when he's like, you aren't screwing my shit up, she's just like, you know, that boy at the tournament, he looked a lot like you used to. <laughs> I, what? Oh, I know. I know. What? I know. So. It's like what the, so like I don't know as a child I am no I'm just sitting here watching this naked chick talk to this dude I'm like I want to break something with a robot what's going on here I know as a kid and, in like I mean as a kid I still cared about the story but I'm like there's parts of Xenogears when you're when you're playing it as a kid like we millennials did mm -hmm. there's parts of it where you're just like I know this all makes sense later. Yeah, but, but it doesn't I, now. It doesn't now, so I know they're just planting seeds, but mm -hmm. because that you don't assign it as well. And yeah. then as an adult, you're watching back, and you're like, I didn't think I found out yes. about this for another 60 hours. Yeah, like, and, and it is so, like, oh, and you're like... like I wish more people did this about Xenogears. I, I wish know. more people just, like, freaked out about how I fucking know. good it is. And it's so crazy, because, like, I'm sitting here, and, like, I, I, I pretty much remember what's actually going on here. But, like, when I didn't know what was going on here, and she's telling me about how they look the same. Uh-huh. Like, uh -huh. my first thought was Darth Vader. That was the first thing I thought of when I was a kid. This is a Darth Vader situation. Uh, actually, what's what's really cool about you saying that, mm -hmm. uh, just from... Because I actually... Uh, <laughs> I own Perfect Works now. <laughs> so, um... I, I've been perusing because Perfect Works is a meaty sandwich of lore. Yeah. Um. One thing when they're going over the sketches of Groff, uh, that was Tetsuya Takahashi's uh, order for Groff. Yeah. Was, was the Darth Vader him? Make him like Darth Vader. He's yeah. Like, I want something like Darth Vader. So, and but yeah, that was and the what she implies was, there. This is Faye's dad. This is like, the dad. This is the dad. Because that's I why that he's messing with him. Yeah. And oh, 
Oh, like, uh, but um, the, the, uh, the good spoiler news. Alert, it's going to be so much more than that. It's so much more interesting. <laughs> and it so is so confusing at first <laughs> when you, you have to think about this crap because it is. But. Anyway, that's basically the yeah. gist of it. Is Groff is like, good way. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. And, kinda, and then he yeah. he's basically like, don't fuck up my plans or I'm coming for you. And then he pieces yeah, he out. He threatens her and he pieces out. And, and she, she just, finds it amusing. Yeah. It's very she important. She does to not know. care. Yeah. It's about, not, no, it's she cares. It's not that she doesn't care. She's just like, <laughs> that guy. That's, that's cute. That guy. Yeah. And, and um, so. You know one thing I was wondering, and this scene answered it for me mm-hmm. during this playthrough. I yeah. couldn't quite remember. And I'm not I'm gonna hint at this so we can screw with people. I could not quite remember this playthrough how much Miang actually knows um until this moment. And it was in this moment where I, I got my answer. I was like, oh no, she actually knows everything that I think she does. Yes. And I did I couldn't I couldn't remember that. And that is something that freaked me out what 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 was it that revealed that to you this playthrough i remember the truth of graph of graph ah, and i was like yep. i started correlating yep. that in my head and i was like i was like i wonder if she remembers everything kind of thing uh-huh. and i was like she knows him mm-hmm. she's hinting at his truth she does and then that that led my brain back through the whole little line and uh yeah we're running down here on time. I Which is actually good, because this is the last big thing that happens. I think this is actually a good stop. Yeah, because like what happens yeah. after this is Faye lands with his his buddies, and they're going to go start to do their ruckus. His buddies. Not. <laughs> emphatically not. Categorically not. His pops. Yes. Not These his pops. His buddies. Um, and then, yeah, you get into a cave. Uh, and there's a uh, weird cave dungeon that kind of sucks. It's pure platforming, and you get screwed over by yes. random encounters because yes. it you can you have to jump and platform, but the game has a delay on initiating a battle screen, so you lose the ability to jump. Oh, so right. you can yeah, try right. to jump yeah. and you just run off the edge of the cliff. It'll let you run off the cliff. It won't let you jump, and then <laughs> and you then have to the do minute, the battle. And, and then the do minute you climb. land, yes, the, 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 yeah, and then you have to climb all the way back up. But then you get there, and um, that's uh, that's where I, I I'm pausing at the moment because um, right. there's a lot more to unpack here in a minute. Right. So uh, we're gonna leave you with that, um, guys. If you're as interested to find out what's going on as yes. uh, we were as youngsters, mm-hmm. as we were coming back as adults, uh, be sure to hit that little bell. Yes, um, definitely. That will, that will notify you when more episodes are up. I've guys, done that, so I can hear you guys' comments. We are yes, we are loving the comments, guys. Please keep commenting. Uh, leave us some reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most hit up the of Discord. All, most definitely. importantly, guys, please tune in. Please yeah. tune in and keep listening because that's really what we're doing. We are not. This is a labor of love. Yeah, and that definitely. is the fruits of those labors. Yeah, is um, realizing that this is because that was sort of the dream we had for the show, as I mentioned earlier, was just we wanted just people to gush with Xenogears with because Xenogears, if you do find someone to talk about on the internet with it, it quickly becomes a oh you know about Xenogears, bro, I know yeah. about Xenogears. That that isn't what this is about. We just want to share our experience with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's just gushing over this thing and how it turned us into the adult that we are. And uh, uh, until next time, uh, don't call me son. (laughs) Because you sure ain't my pops.